the Kinjos Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Folks, welcome back or welcome to the Kinjus Movement in the Shadows. We are back, season two. We're on and popping. I am your host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Anthony. And folks, we uh, we have a very, very special guest. We have a friend to the pod. We have the incredible Sean Liu back in here. The last time we spoke to Sean, which was about a year ago, he was heavy, deep in the weeds, editing his award-winning film, To an Unspoken Narrative. And he goes deep into everything about that whole process from the inception of the idea to the process of creating it. What I loved about this episode in particular. So we have Anthony Lee. He is our our new co-host and he has actually been sort of a mentor figure to Sean. And so to have Anthony here, a different energy, a different dynamic, and just kind of seeing the respect that he has for Anthony. I love Sean. He's just an amazing and a brilliant person, but he's also just a friend and a brother. And uh, yeah, I've been fortunate enough to be able to experience and see certain things about who he is as a person, you know, behind the scenes, because I know so many people are familiar with his brilliance and his amazing artistry and his skills. But this dude is, is just a real, real good guy. So to be able to come on here and just kind of share some that energy is is a special treat and we even get a chance to dive into you know life outside of dance for him and his new acting ventures and we may or may not have even had a little bit or his first sip of whiskey but we can get into that later just sorry mom sip. just a little sip yeah so yeah. it's exciting it's a really really fun time and you already know sean's one of the best dudes out there just the thing that i was able to gain from this conversation it's easy to look at somebody's work and like their final product and to assume that they just kind of have everything together but Sean goes very deep and even sort of vulnerable in terms of uh, his approach to everything that he's essentially amazing at but he remains a student of every craft and one thing that's been that became very clear to me in this conversation was that that's something that's never going to leave him and that to me is a true mark of somebody who's destined for greatness and somebody who is on their way to mastering whatever it is that they are passionate about so there's a lot of gems in this episode really really great conversation for everybody who's been asking for Sean to be back on the pod great episode for you guys let's get into it Today we have back in the pod, probably our most requested returner Thanks guest. Thanks for requesting me, guys. <laughs> we have dancer, choreographer, artist, chef, fashion designer, visionary, creative phenom, the most requested guest. Greasy-haired. Greasy-haired. Sean Liu. Let's go. It's yeah. back in the pod. What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? So we've been getting a ton of DMs over the past year of uh please bring Sean Liu back to the pod. So we've been silent for a year now. And so for everyone that's been requesting Sean, here you go. Here you go. Sean, welcome here I back. Am. First question here from all the fans. Why are you wearing your shoes in the house? This is an Asian household. I mean, it's, I'm not judging I, you. No, no, I totally, I totally didn't even mean to wear my shoes in the house. I, I, I wanted to say something earlier, but I figured that it would be a moment, so we're just gonna wait for it to happen. Oh, oh you, you were waiting for me yeah, to be exposed. I, like, oh, I felt, I felt uh, uh, uncomfortable. No, I did not mean it. <laughs> 
Holy cow. <laughs> you're honestly making yeah. me sweat, dude. I felt uncomfortable. I, I really did not mean to. Uh, I was thinking about your mom. Household. I was thinking about your grandma. I'm like, I've met I'm, them. Like, I don't want to be a bad influence. I'm like, I, you better take your shoes off. Yeah, no, you should have told me. Thanks, guys. Hey, well, thanks for driving out here. We know you sat through a lot of OC LA traffic to get here. Hey, and, you're only like an hour late. What happened? Traffic, you know? <laughs> Word. It's all good. Hey, you still made it here. I'm still You've here. Given us your I'm time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're happy that you're here. Thank you. I'm, I'm very I'm happy, happy that I'm you're very here. Very happy to be here too. Well, so this being your third time on the pod, it is. Uh, it's been over a year since we last talked. So if anybody is curious to what we talked about on those previous two episodes, go back and listen. Season yeah, one right. is still out there. No, I'm curious. What was the most exciting thing you guys shared on the pod? Why did people want this guy to come back? Yeah, why did well, people? Other than how fine he I is. I, I, Sorry, that was a Pablo Francisco kind of reference, but I know you don't know who that is. Oh, Girl, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you down fine. Right, you're talking about right. That's a good one. Yeah. This this yeah. this happened in. See, we were born in the 1900s. Right. Yeah. I was born in the 2000s. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand. In yeah. the in the 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. Is when wow. we were born. 1900s more befitting of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, wow. you know, that's why all of our photo- photos are <laughs> black, black and white. Yeah. You know, just in case. Uh, Daft Punk's more recent than us. That's why they have color right, photography right. Totally, and stuff totally, like totally. that. It's still a little black and white centric. But yeah, wait, why did people want me to come back? I don't, I don't know, know man. You back. have a lot of fans, bro. You, a lot of people like you, and, and you're doing a lot of cool things. Yeah, you do a lot of cool things, man. Let's talk about the cool things that this well, guy does. Yeah, so the last time we spoke, you were. In your bedroom, because we were on IG Live when we did <laughs> right. our last one. In quarantine. At that time, you were furiously busy editing a film. Oh, so nothing's changed. And uh, at that time, you nothing was released yet, so you didn't really reveal too much about it. You, you just said you were working on a project, yeah. and you were just day yeah. in, day out, editing mode. Yeah. And now that film is out. Two. So... Two. Let's talk about it. The Two. unspoken narrative. Yeah, I didn't even realize that what, last time we spoke, I was in the middle of editing it. And it's funny because every time we talked about it, it was always like trying to keep it on the down low. But now that it's out, it's just like out. Like there's really nothing much to like talk about. I mean, well, let's take it there's back. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, well, so <laughs> with, now that it's out, the cat's out the bag. Let's talk about the whole process. Like what was yeah. the what was the the idea, the inception of the film and, to the entire... And have, and have you gone on any type of speaking platform to like verbally discuss and talk about like what that was in terms of what it was for you and stuff like that? Well, I mean, since the film came out, there was a lot of different platforms that I've spoken upon that were talking about the film and talking about my intention behind it, whether if it was uh, interviews um, or if it was like like magazines and things like that. And to me, every every interview that I had or every person I've spoken to about the film, it just like, it caught me so off guard because like I was, as, as hard as I worked onto the film, I was never expecting anyone to actually catch on to why I made it or or the reason behind me making it, you know, it's it's always one of you're those like too th- humble for your own good sometimes. Yeah. Well, some, well, I mean, honestly, like I just like it. It's dance is such a risky thing. Like you, you, people either accept it or they don't. And I feel like in in this term, when you work work so hard on something, there's such a risk of either of either 
people understanding the, the the message behind it or they just see it as something so abstract that they just, you know, they, they see it as an art, but they don't really understand what it means. And so for me, I was just afraid that it was so abstract or so deep that people were just kind of watching it like, oh, it's a cool dance video. And, but the whole purpose of it was really just trying to get people to understand why I made the film, why I chose dance as the as the the lead tool of, of these messages, these stories. And, and so me being able to explain it all through all these different platforms was, was, was honestly like I was so grateful to, to have the opportunity for that because it gave me, I guess, closure and like, like confirmation that, that at least I've been able to speak out about what this film means to me. And I, at least as long as that's out, like I feel comfortable with knowing that putting this film out, I'm, I'm able to put dance in a new light as opposed to just trying to make dance look as good as what it already is you know like that was the whole point so, of it so would you would you say that's like your clearest why to to paint dance in a, a new light that other people can receive versus maybe how you understood people to perceive it yeah like i just feel like nowadays especially in the digital era that we're we're in it, it just felt so it it, it I think when I put out the film, it was the beginning of when the whole like digital era of dance started to become so popular. And I I was so afraid because I was just like, you know, nowadays the concept of like quality over quantity has kind of flipped. And it's been so hard to, to you know, to put something that you spend so much time on being like, well, is it worth for people to see it? Did I put it at the right time? Is it, is it, was it, was I just putting it out for my own good? And, you know, like, I was like, I really want to reach as many people as possible with something like this because I could care less about how many people watch, but I, I care more about the people that do watch it, feel inspired and motivated to do something within what they've seen. And so I was nervous. And honestly, ever since the film came out, a lot of, peers of mine and a lot of dancers that I know and even just like just people in general they just like they've approached me in terms of letting me know how much they've seen dance in a new way or if it's inspired them to create something similar to that or it's inspired them to start something that that can utilize dance in a new way and honestly and what still blows my mind is I get messages like once every day um it's like one little message and I like I read them every day just like literally blown away thinking about how people still go back to it and watch it because yeah. something something that long you know you don't really think about like going out your day or out your way to like watch something an hour long but for the fact that like there's at least one person that comes back to it every day to watch it it brings me comfort and it really makes me feel super grateful to think that dance did that the quality of dancers and the quality of good people and 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 important stories and important messages really did that and and it it allows me to at least like not feel like oh i have to cave into the idea of 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 just putting something out when just because people are expecting me to like it just allows me to know that like i have this out for anyone and as long as that's out, people know who I am as a dancer, who I am as a storyteller, who I am as an artist. And that's what's important to me. Like, and, and, and what's even crazier is that there's a lot of interpretations to the film, which, which is why I've never really sat down and been like, this is what each film means 
like from the beginning. So speaking of like interpreting the film, right? So the the title itself, to an unexplained narrative, right? Yeah, the unspoken narrative. Yeah, yeah. Unspoken narrative. What made you land on that title, and did that drive? the the different sections of the film or did you come up with the title afterwards like how does the title play into all the of it? title came after actually i created each scene based on just like an overview of my life you know like when it came to hopes and doubts and war and peace like i had every concept written down and every storyline written down and then even the scenes like the the, the two fighting um objectives of, of of balance whether it was war and peace like all those things they came after the storyline came by it wasn't like okay i'm going to write about war and peace and then this is it's going to be about war and peace it was just like i'm going to write just whatever comes in my mind and i'm like what two words best explain the concept of this the scene or, or this message and you know there's some there's some nights where me and my sister were like walking down from my house to the grocery store because it's like a good 35 minute walk and what? yeah it's like a good 35 minute walk and we're just like walking so that way we have like something to do while talking about like just like exchanging like okay well this is scene like warren 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 life it doesn't it doesn't make sense or like you know like all these like and it, it what's crazy is that it really came like i didn't choreograph anything i didn't start anything until every story made sense like i wasn't just like okay war and peace i'm going to choreograph a piece about war and peace it was just like me and my sisters even the last scene was the hardest scene um to just like write down in paper because it was like you know i couldn't choreograph it until i felt like like why is she looking at me why why am i fighting against her where am I going after this happens? Why is she now mad at me? Like there has to be a reason for every single action in every scene. Otherwise it just becomes a sad, sad piece. And I'm like, I don't want people to think an emotional piece has to be sad. I don't want people to think an emotional piece has to be contemporary or has to be, you know, your stereotypical assumption of what emotional dancing is. You know, like emotion is universal. You know, like you, you can be angry, you can be hopeful, you can be sad, you can be happy. And I wanted to take advantage of all those emotions and have a reason for those emotions as opposed to just being like, okay, because I'm storytelling, I'm just going to throw a story out there and put every emotion I can possibly and then put dance on top of that. It's like, no, they're, why am I dancing? Do I even need to be dancing? You know, it's like just, dancing doesn't necessarily mean I have to wave. Dancing could mean that I'm taking a step away from her. Mm-hmm. And my intention of that has to be, has to make sense, you know? And so... It came down to writing the story, then figuring out, it was like almost working backwards, you know, like just writing the story out, making sure it made sense, figuring out what portrayed that story best. And then two just came about it because everything that we were titling as every scene, everything that I was titling on every scene was always like this and that, this and that, this and that. And I was just like, I was like, if I'm going to, I was like, if I, I was like, I want something short and, and kind of clever. You know, and and it's funny because every time I say two, they're like, two as in like, to this person, or like two as in like me too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) shout out, shout out, shout out to you. We love you. We love you. Was was that the intention? You wanted it to kind of be up for interpretation versus having a definitive. Yeah, because I think that's what that's what's so great about dance, right? It's just I I got no definitive story from it. By the way, I'm not even like sitting here. Yeah, I'm I'm asking at a real question as fuck. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. if there's anybody even listening to this podcast right now that did watch it, they're probably just like, 
Right. Okay. Right. But that's <laughs> yeah. what's, that's what's funny because like even which when, is fine. Right. Which is which is totally fine. But that's why I'm like I I never really sat down and been like. This scene came from an experience I had where this, 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 and that. Did, was, did any of them come from like something like that? Yeah, I did. Every scene came from a personal like life experience, which is why like can, I worked backwards. Can you uh, potentially share one of those life experiences just to get in the nitty gritty? Yeah, uh, and hopefully something that you didn't share on any of those other uh, wonders <laughs> platforms. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just want no. the juice, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, there was there there's one that I never really talked about was uh, give and take. Um, which scene was this dance wise? This scene was the water scene, which was um, with Casey. With Casey, yeah, it was about like an imbalance where you know you can constantly give someone everything, and you have that fear of taking something from someone. When in reality, it's like if you're being given something, you're not necessarily taking it away from them. You're just accepting it, and and um, you know the concept of of kind of not wanting to step in the water because, or not wanting the person to step into the water because that water itself is kind of your own poison, you know, and you not wanting to allow someone to feel that pain. So you're constantly hurting yourself or draining yourself from protecting that person, even if they're, even if they didn't ask, you know, so this is on you, you know, and you're kind of just constantly doing that until at a certain point you have to kind of like give into it and just be like, I, 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 I like, you know, we've gotten to that point where, like, we're lying to ourselves, telling ourselves we're okay, you know? And then at a certain point, that person that you, you've been protecting all this time finally realizes that, you know, you can't take it anymore. And you don't have the power to deny that. So, you know, you're, you're, you're falling, you're, you're, you're down, and she, you kind of switch places in a sense. And, and everything that you were afraid of pretty much is kind of in the sense where you wake up and you're finally back to 100 and she's gone and you realize that you could have avoided that by just understanding the balance of holding back or letting her be the one to give or you know just kind of finding that right balance and that's um, your personal experience that's this motherfucking Shakespeare in here, yeah. dude. <laughs> well, no, like you, just, you're living a life of poetry right now. Well, Maybe tragedy for a little bit. It sounds well, like there's some weight there. The thing is, if you realize that we all have had the experience, you know, like we've all have, and it maybe is not as like dramatic, but like it, it's it. We've gone, we've all, we've all been at a point where we've been lying to ourselves, and we've been kind of like telling ourselves. Doesn't even have to do with the like literal concept of giving someone something, but like we lie to ourselves telling ourselves we're okay, Absolutely, helping other man. people or being there for other people when we also have to take care of ourselves in a sense. And, and, and you are an extremely empathetic person. Thank you. Well, I mean, and, and I want, and that's why I'm like with, with that scene itself, the reason why I had her disappear before I could even be conscious again was because I, you know, it was just that sort of idea where um, you have to come to terms and 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 just um, realize that you, you you're not able to give someone everything, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you don't have every thing of yourself, if you don't have a hundred percent of yourself, um, and that was kind of just a wake up call for her, wake up call for him or for me in, mm -hmm. in a sense in that scene you know um and also if you i don't know if everyone realizes but like in every piece that me and casey has done 
even before the film, we've always parted ways. Like, we've always went in separate ways, whether if it was before, like, in even videos we did before the film. That we always so walked ways. You know, the first film in the scene, we we parted ways. Um, second, she wasn't there, we parted ways. So the idea of the you last wa- scene. You got to walk away. You got to walk away from her, man. Well, the, That's what we're saying here, right? You just got to walk away. Every single I mean, time hey, you come back, you, you guys got to walk away, away anyways. Hey, you know? I mean. I feel like that's what it's saying explicitly. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So speaking of like that dynamic with Casey, like yeah. how much of the creative process from the writing of it to the creation of the actual choreography, how, Ooh. what was that dynamic like working with Casey? Cause you guys have been working together for yeah. years, right? Well, it's funny cause when, when I, I finished the film, Casey actually watched it the same time that I showed everyone else. For the first time. For the first wow. time, okay. yeah. And it was mainly just because there was something about wanting her to be proud of something that she was a part of. You know, like I felt like it would have it would have been just as important for her to be as proud as I was of the project. You know, and I felt like it would it would have been the same if she saw every single yeah. frame that yeah. I was editing, you know what she I mean? Extremely empathetic and, and I, considerate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, well, I I I like I really cared about like for me like I Obviously, like, I do everything for my family and I do everything for, like, the people that I love, right? Yes, so do. when it comes to, like, that film specifically, <laughs> it was funny. When, when I was showing Casey the film, we were watching it. It was, like, me, her, her family, my family, and a few, like, family friends. But I was on the couch and I was just, like, and she was right there. And every, every like, five seconds, I was just, like. Was this the showing at the complex? No, it was the showing oh, okay. at my house. Oh, okay, got it. The yeah. friends and family. Friends and family. We were the friends of friends. You guys got are friends of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Friends and friends VIP. I appreciate we're, it. We were staff of the venue. <laughs> no, no, actually, it's funny because I'm glad that I showed my friends and family because after that screening, I went back to the, the computer and I was like, oh, shoot, I missed a few things. I was like, there's some volume issues. Oh, yeah, issues. you got to do that. You gotta you know, so I was really yeah. glad that that happened before okay. I showed you guys. Oh, and, yeah. and also, shout out to Casey. She's amazing. Yeah, uh, she's, she's more than a mover. She's a, she's a great person. It was fun to hang oh, out she's with her an recently, artist, but, yeah. yeah. But I, like I said, that's why like I wanted her to be proud of it, you know? And so. Was but, she proud? No. No, okay, I'm kidding. I was just a good friend. She was like, keeps it real. No, but, it's like a six out of ten. She's like six out of five can, and a half. Can we for three the spoken narrative? <laughs> this, right, the hey, spoken narrative. Spo- hey, that's the next one. Don't, we got it don't, because because we know that Sean's working on spoken narratives. Oh my god, don't get me started on that. Uh, we know that. There's gonna someone get to happening. That. Gonna Is get there going to be a three? Uh... It was great talking to you guys. (laughs) And that's a wrap, guys. And that's a wrap. No, well, okay, so the film itself, obviously, as amazing as it was, it was the first time I had ever seen anything like that. Thank you. From a single dance artist um, from our community. And you won an award. You won a New York International Film Award for Best 
first time director yeah that's that's no small beans man <laughs> that's no small beans yeah so. i was i wasn't sure where to go with that like i because i submitted the the dance to a few fil- uh, festivals like film festivals and they got accepted into most of them and then two of them won like best dance and obviously like i was like wow i was i was like that besides like my friends and my families and like fans of mine i've never really thought of anyone enjoying my work like that you know and i and i never really like promoted that because i just i just felt like me being proud was enough you know like i I felt like me being proud of that achievement was great enough obviously my mom's in the living room being like where can i get the certificate you know and i was just like this is it was during quarantine so it's kind of just like you print it out so i was like i'll print out for you um but then when the first the 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 director award came out um, I got nominated and I didn't say anything to anyone because I was like, I'm not trying to like, like flash it out if it didn't really happen, you yeah. know. And then there was like, I became a f- uh, finalist and I was like, and then <laughs> after that, it, I was like, I got the email and then like a few weeks later, then it said that like you won. And I was like, I was like, this is spam, right? <laughs> I was like, this is probably spam. And, um, and, and then they like, I, I think they like called me or emailed me. I don't remember. And, and they were like, yeah, if you would love for us to send you the award, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, if you would love for us to send you the award, are we going to throw it away? I, like, no, right. I, was I, like, I was like, nah, I'm good. You know, my, my partner still is a 6 out of 10, so I'm just like, probably <laughs> just like leave it out there. And this guy just beat out like Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. Dang. No, well, let's. Do, I mean, let's talk about it. this. Wasn't a dance award. This was a film award. Yeah, like, so it was definitely different. You yeah. know, that's that's a different. That's a different caliber. That's what's crazy to me is because like I didn't even consider me being a director of the film until people were actually telling me that. Like I, I, I didn't go into the film and be like, oh, I'm gonna be the editor of the film. Oh, I'm gonna be the producer of the film. Oh, I'm gonna direct the film. Like I, I didn't, I didn't. Th- consider that throughout the entire process of making it because I wasn't... You didn't consider that while you were choreographing, uh, while you were uh, doing set design, while you were like no, choosing costume, while I you were casting, no, while you were choosing was, music, while you were choosing... You, you edited on, on, it no, but yourself? Like being completely like being completely 100% You edited it yourself. No, I... <laughs> yeah. Being, yeah, if you guys oh, check out the credits of this film, it's just Sean. You're choosing, Sean's, you yeah, choose okay. the shots. He played okay. every role. See, the thing is that I honestly did scouting. not... I did not... I did not consider those roles because, like, in my head, it was like just making another video on a higher caliber. You know, it was like me being like, okay, let me find a location. Wait, I want CDs. Let me go buy CDs and write down these. Which, to be fair, is exactly what we do anyway. So, you know what I mean? I mean? Yeah, it and is it, what it is. And it's, and all it, the hats. Right, and it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I want to. I'm not. I'm never like, oh, I want to be the one to find locations because I want to be the producer of the video. You know, it's like it just kind of just became this thing where I'm like, like I, I was just like, I just had this sort of like anxiety where I'm like. I want to make sure I have control of everything. Right. So, like, let me handle the CDs. Let me figure out, let me, you know, like, let me figure out how to get these locations. Let me scout you gotta it. You got to do everything yourself. So getting the director award, it was, like, completely unexpected because I I didn't know how to re- react to that. You know, it wasn't like I spent so long working to be this director. I just, I just, all I cared about was making sure that everyone that was a part of this project not only understood my vision, but believed in it as much as I did, as well as um, felt comfortable and felt as easygoing as possible throughout the process. That's why you got it, man, because you're a real artist. Well, thank you. You directed the art. You know, I maybe, uh, maybe strip the concept of like what it is to be a director from like 
industry conversations and accolades and, and societal, you know, perspective. Think of it as like what you did, you know, you, yeah. you directed a creation. And I think that, that that's why that titleage has originally created so much prestige, you know what I'm saying? It. So that an award is a moment of, of reflection and recognition, you know? So yeah. no. take that W. I appreciate it. I know. I remember you texted me that that mo- that time. You were like, just enjoy it. Come on <laughs> take now. That you know what I think is dope about that? Because you even said it. it wasn't that you you wore all these hats because you wanted to be recognized as a producer, as a casting director, as a, <laughs> but it was because this was literally something out of birth, out of your heart. You wanted it to be very specific. So you wanted to make sure like, I need to have my hands on it because this is something that's, that I believe in. This is from my heart. And then it's dope that it got recognized and awarded uh, for that, you know, well, yeah, I mean, and shout out to like Marina and like my my mom and 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 my sisters and and like Bailey and Julie and all that aspect of things because like Marina helped me. I when I hit up Marina and she's super busy, you know, she like makes the wardrobe costumes for yeah, yeah, the Marina's dance. The bomb. She's mm-hmm. the best, and and like the mass singer, you know, all these things. So for her to go out her way to make like the. Um, ropes in the second scene i believe you know there was at a point where like she had to make so many of them because there were so many dancers that we kind of took over and then me cerise and my mom the night before the shoot we just started rubbing all these like it's kind of like deodorant but it's like for like it's like wax markers to make it look like actual ropes because mm-hmm. and we were just spending it up to like 3 a.m the shoot was at like 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 uh 8 a.m uh that <laughs> same day so we were just like and then at the same time the night before i was painting the rest of the posters and we had like a gar- garage but like with the amount of things that we need to like dry i was just like i was like i should have done this a week ago <laughs> you know it was like my fault and then like with me bailey and julian during our scene with all the cds luckily it took a while to set up lightings and i think yeah chad was there um we were setting up lightings and as they were doing that me me um bailey, bailey and julian were on a like forklift and i think it was like a, it was like raising at yeah, forklifts and we were just like driving really slowly stacking up three at a time and going mm, and it took like three hours to set all that up um, and did you ever grow up even listening to CDs? Did you have to like use CDs or did you guys just I have, had I had you just come out with an iPod? Are you or, kidding me? No, I had I grew up with a SpongeBob radio. That was like yeah, my, I don't even fuck SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no, like I, I grew up with like you know those one of those like scrapbooks where it like flips oh, like yeah, those CDs. <laughs> yeah, I love those. And I I mean, but the, see, even with the ideas of the CDs, it was like like the reason why I said like take fourteen, like there was all these different takes on the CDs, was just because the, it was the idea of just like the amount of the work that we put into like putting like what was that? That was um, given no uh, harmony and noise. You know that the idea of it was like thinking that every mistake we make just becomes noise. You know, it's like every mistake just becomes take fifty seven, take fifty eight, fifty nine. When in reality, it's just like all that noise when you put it together. It like creates some kind of harmony depending on how you perceive it, and and, and like you can't you can't build harmony without noise. You like you, mm. you know like you really think about it, and you kind of just have to. That see, is so you, beautiful. You kind of just have to it. see, or like you know, like if people are like ah uh, ah uh, uh, you know, I mean, you, you know what I mean. Like you, you stack that together, and you realize that like you're 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 just walking up the stairs you know you can't just like hop onto the top of the building being like harmony you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you have to think about it where like every mistake you make you're just you're just pretty much building higher stairs and then by the time you figure out what all those mistakes lead up to you realize that like 
you're you're higher than what you assumed you were going to be at because of all those mistakes you made. You know, like I just see it as every mistake. That's yeah, another you, stair. you weren't trying to get to the top. You were just trying to build a staircase. Yeah, a exactly. Yeah. And and the more I realized it, it was just like once I was up there, I was like, wow, I'm pretty far up there. I made made a pretty tall staircase you know what i mean with all the mistakes i made that's why there were so many cds there it was just because it was showcasing just the amount of takes and work put into all the like you know noise that that we've done so we must have a really tall staircase y'all have if, if y'all it's all are, just made off yeah, the y'all are touching the clouds <laughs> i'm just a pile of post-apocalyptic mistakes no, your staircase go got so big that you guys had to make another one next to each other our staircase is so big we like are at the bottom again <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> we got the squid game staircase the, yeah yeah i don't know what rooms it leads to well so now that you've already accomplished a film you've gotten an award as a director is that is that something that you want to continue to pursue or is that kind of a one and done project or no, is that like I we'll mean, see listen nothing's ever one and done yes. you know nothing is never one and done okay but I'm, I'm my family teases me about this I, I i told them that once i put that project out um i got more anxiety than i ever did like you'd think that'd be like oh, it's out you know but then once it was out you know, I'm sitting in front of a computer and I'm just like, what do I do now? You know, I spent like the next two days trying to think about writing three maybe, you know, and I and nothing came out. I was like, you, you chilled know? for a whole two days. Sick. Glad you really just dusted that one off your shoulders and, you know. <laughs> okay, listen. I like, I just, I got so much like, and, and obviously, like I said, nothing came to me when I was trying to write three and I was like, you know what, the whole point of two was the fact that like it just all came to me, you know, it was everything was happening when it was supposed to and that's why it was so real to me. But I just like, I was freaking out. I was just like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm, like I have nothing to edit. I was like, let me do something, you know? And um, is that something that you struggle with? Like not having some a project to work on. Oh my god! Every day of my life, like I just think about, I just and it doesn't have to be like a project to work on. I just like I find myself stressing out over days where I don't feel like I'm bettering myself. If bettering is a word, you know. Yeah, sure, it is now. You're a creator. You have you, you know? have to create. And it, not even create. I just feel like I, I I have this need of wanting to connect with people, which is why I create. You know, it's like me creating is my way of connecting with people. See, even so, creating. So you don't. It's, don't, it's don't. not create. <laughs> it's not create, Anthony. God. It's create to connect. It's create to so connection connect. is what the it's goal create is. To You're creating connect. connections. They, well, sure. Fine. You're creating right, connections you got, you got, in your you calendar to connect. Anthony wins. And creating relationships. <laughs> Come on now. I feel like I feel like I get I get a lot of stress whenever whenever I feel like I'm not doing something or working towards inspiring someone or exchanging with someone or connecting. I mean heck, I I try so many times to connect with this guy. Whoa, whoa, you know? whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to put me on blast. Oh, oh, oh. No, try. Not, not, uh, try. But we did We connect. made a Pokemon video. Right? Yeah, it was like right. six seconds or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Okay. We um, we did the other thing. The um, You guys were sessioning over here the other day. See? Oh, that's right. See? Stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff happened. And then someone had to go. <laughs> Come on, man! I was your boss for like a second. No, I mean, I, 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 I've, I've learned that like nowadays, I am, am, I'm more grateful about the, the people that I get to be around with as opposed to the things that I'm 
doing, if that kind of makes sense. Look, all I know is I'm in Sean's life to make sure that he can slow down. Sometimes you don't have to be doing amazing because, like, Sean's a guy who does amazing always. Always. And you know what? When you do amazing always and you don't chill out, it becomes noise. Wow. We want to create harmony. That is very Taking true. Taking it back. You know He's what I mean? learned from the film. Just man. like, just like every single chapter had the duality and the dichotomy of the expression, you can't always create amazing. Sometimes you got to create shit. Sometimes you got to regret what you're doing, including spending time with this guy. <laughs> you got to slow down. I, I do got to admit, though, I love sometimes not doing stuff with you. I know. I did, too. I got to admit that. I did, too. And I, I told you that. I was like, you are the one of the very few people that made me realize that, like, we don't have to do a lot to enjoy our company. So, And I'm not a lazy guy, so I say that proudly. I work my ass off. Yeah, you do. But it doesn't mean it can't play my ass off you know what i mean you gotta have a good True, time good what are you working so hard for yeah sean you were part you were harder than any of us probably ever did at your age uh, almost maybe just different kind of work yeah <laughs> maybe you're just really good at what you do at your age is all you no know what I, mean? I but the I, point is you've, you've accomplished more doing and pursuing your craft i appreciate than it. i know i i did when i was your age I appreciate it. so it's kind of like i take a look at you and i'm like yo you you are at a top high level amazingly built staircase but you know i feel like the only reason why we go up giant staircases like that is to ride the slide i know and come I know. all the way back down so mm. we can recreate and rebuild mm. again and go yeah. you know so i think there's there's always just been a fear of mine where like i feel like it's gonna sound a little stupid but like this is not like um a realistic mindset but like I've, I always have a small fear where like if there's a day where I'm not doing anything, I felt like I've wasted the days where I'm like working and training, and I'm forgetting everything that I've, I've like, I've, I've trained for just because like I didn't constantly like ride that train of working hard in a sense. Like, like for me, like when, whenever I'm just sitting down and I forget, to, like I haven't, I, like I'm not fueling my brain creatively or I'm not dancing. I feel like sometimes I'm losing like that quote unquote juice of 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 becoming better. It sounds like one of them syndromes where let's say we're all runners in a marathon, which by the way, congrats you ran that marathon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. The half, the half. I did the half. Hey, it's you know, it's it's first one. You're still doing it. Gateway, you're right. still doing it. It's like if you run in a marathon, right? If you're just running to run. And you're like, you know, ranked 34 out of 300. It's not really that much pressure. But when you're in the lead, when you're in the in the front spot, everybody's paying attention. You're hitting every checkpoint first. Every camera's on you. You're looking over your shoulder because everybody's trying to beat you because you're at the top already. So you can't slow down. If you slow down for a second, you're going to feel number two and number three passing you. You know what I'm saying? But if you're already in like 100th place, you... 50 people can go back and forth and it doesn't matter because you're in your own lane. But at the same time, you don't have that anxiety, but that's why 100th place isn't first place. I feel like people who stay in the top three, people who are in the top 1%, people who are built to be that type of person in their game, in their scene, in their culture, in their age, or whatever the hell it is, i.e. yourself, young greatness, you always have that feeling. That's what it takes. If you don't have that feeling, you'll never be number one in well, something. Well, you know what I'm saying? Thing, here's the thing is... I I don't feel like I'm at the lead. 
That's also a characteristic symptom of but that's such what I'm saying. mentality. Okay, but here's the Thank thing. Thank you for reaffirming me and yeah. validating my belief system. Here's the thing: is like I don't feel like I'm at like the lead, and and especially nowadays, it's like there are people that are whether if it's quality work or not, there are people that are doing things consistently. There are things that are that people are doing and putting out things that are consistent. Whether if it's, I mean. Honestly, like I, nowadays, I see it where like when people are constantly putting something out, whether if it's six seconds, five seconds, two seconds, them lip syncing a song, whatever it is, it's like they're still working towards. Chill, bro. You just talked about quantity and quality. No. That's why you did a whole feature film listen, that you got listen, an award listen, for. Listen, listen. That's what I'm saying <laughs> is that I people are still like they're still working. They're still putting themselves out that they're still doing things sure. like that, right? Yeah. And the thing is that because I'm not like that, I have to consider. If I'm focused on the opposite of that, I have to make sure that the, the the times where I'm not putting myself out there, what am I working towards? Because I'm not working towards putting myself out there every single so, day. So you don't feel like you're putting yourself out there right now? Not that I'm putting myself out there enough. It's just like I think that I'm just not. I know, I know what you're trying to say. Really, I'm just trying to transition. So what are you working on? <laughs> oh, well, when you put it like that. Um, you know what I mean? You obviously ain't putting out, you know, three right now. So you must be doing something. Your character, you yeah. gotta be doing something sick. Definitely had a busy year since the film too. I mean, I you're rocking a, a CDG, you know, sweater right now, and and you know, you did a little campaign and just for you know, and uh, <laughs> doing Congress commercials, doing stuff. Congress oh, commercials, little stuff. You know what I mean? I just, I don't see. That's the funny thing is you mentioned it being a busy year, and I totally forgot that I re- released the film this year. Because I was talking to um, my manager the other uh, like month, and she, I was telling her, I was like, I feel like I really did anything this year. Like I feel like I, I wasn't doing enough this year. Meanwhile, your manager's driving away in a Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> no, she no was like, you're doing fine, Sean. She, she was like, she was like, you know, you released the film this year, right? And I was like, damn, that was, I was this like, year. That wow. was this year. I was yeah. like, oh dang, I like doesn't even feel like that, you know? So I'm like, I guess that makes sense. But like obviously I was literally at that point where I was like, I felt like I didn't really do it. Like I know I did a lot, but I was like, I feel like I didn't do enough this year, you know? And I know that sounds selfish, but like it, it was just kind of like how my brain works. I was just like, what else can I be doing to going back to what you're saying about like what I'm working on? Um you know, I think what's funny is that ever since I put out that film, I've been super invested into understanding all sides of storytelling, whether if it is dance, whether if it's singing, whether if it's acting, you know, especially with acting. Um, I I really, I really committed to acting um, since the beginning of the year. I mean, I've always, I've acted my whole life, you know, like I've done many guest stars when I was younger, you know, I've, I've gotten few blackmailing moments from from friends with my old acting roles which i don't blame them i'd blackmail myself too you know um but i i I like came to realization i was like dance dance has always been that sort of whisper in my ear where it's like you need to go further with it and 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 commit to why you why you started dance from the first place and that was to inspire people it was to like you know put stories out, you know, and, and I was at a point where I was just like, well, acting is like the epitome of that, you know, and, and acting isn't, it's not even, acting's not even acting, acting is like becoming a new person, becoming a new character, and because I've almost like saturated 
this character of mine with dance. I'm like, how do I how do I learn to become a new character while still being able to utilize dance? You know, and, and so I was like, I really want to understand what acting's like. You know, like I want to go back to it. I actually stopped acting after I did a, a huge audition with Avatar. And it was like something that I never really told much people just because it was a long process. There was like a swimming audition, a new language audition. You're talking like, about the James Cameron Avatar? I'm talking about like the like the the blue avatar. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's the James Cameron. Because I wasn't sure if it was yeah, the last airbender. Yeah. No, 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 oh, no, 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 The blue avatar. You're yeah, yeah, about yeah. to be a blue avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh. like, it, it was like we I went through like months of auditioning for that film and we did like um we did like um a, a private read with like Steven Spielberg and things like that for like for like one time and that was like my last oh audition my. with it. Jeebus. And and it was like the greatest experience ever. I was like I like I, we did training in this in a swimming pool with other people and then it got less and less people every time I came back. We I learned like a new language it was like duck like whatever it was, you know, I was just like <laughs> you know and then and like there was um obviously like aerobic um like training as well as, they were gonna as, make you blue you were gonna be a blue alien <laughs> I'm serious. no I, I i i got cut at that point but where, no, I'm like, just saying, where oh yeah, yeah 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 like if if i passed that point it was like me and like two or three other people like, if i gotten past that point then like like i would have probably been a blue person or a blue whatever Damn, you know what I mean? sick, but sick, but that was the thing One it was the just Navi. like yeah you know yeah. <laughs> That's crazy though, man. You 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 could have been an avatar. So I mean, you said that process. That process, you learned yeah. A lot. It was a lot. It was mm -hmm. a long process, and I, I took a break from that because after that, I started traveling more, started teaching more for dance and things like that. And I had to pick and choose. You know, I'm like, I can't. I never enjoy like half asking something just out of convenience. So I'm like, if I'm going to commit to dancing, it's like I'm not going to just choreograph something five minutes before class just because I was hired to teach. I'm like, I'd rather spend all my time and to look for music and give people what they. Are, are looking for you know and if in order to do that if i have to push acting aside that's what i'll do you know and i was going through i was going to so many places so i'm like okay then that's what i'll do so and then obviously after the film i was very inspired by just the way that people saw dance and also i had this personal feeling of mine and i was like it's like if i want to take dance to a new level regardless of if it's for myself or it's for other people i feel like i have to kind of go back to what i've always been itching for, you know, and that was acting. And surprisingly enough, in the beginning of the year, I auditioned for um, a Fox show and it was like a new pilot. And then like in January, and it all happened so fast in January, I booked a guest star for it. So then we shot the pilot in February and um, it got picked up. Let's go. Let's go. Hey and what was Can even... we talk about what that show is or no? Yeah, of course. I mean, and what's crazier is that when it got picked up, they wanted to sign me as a cast, like a lead cast for the go. show. So ever since that, I like moved everything to Albuquerque. Like, I mean, everything. And regardless if I'm like involved in the show as much as like the main character, the whole cast and the whole production of it, it we're, we're literally like family now, which is crazy. Like my fake mom feels like, like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. family and, yeah. and then, and like the crew and I like cook for them and all these things. Like, it's just like, it's literally a big whole family and we have a different director for every episode. And so I get to, I literally enjoy like either on my off days 
or if I'm if I rap early, I love to just kind of shadow the director and see the way that they direct, which is so interesting because Classic they all song. have different interpretations of making every episode. And it 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 literally blows me away just being in that set and being treated honestly like as a well-respected, you know, castmate or as a person who, who they take care of. Like it just taught taught me so much that we should be doing that for anybody that we work with. You know, I'm just like, why aren't we treating each other like this? Whether if it's a small project, a big project, regardless, like we're all equals. So we should all be treating each other. Like my castmates, my, my fake mom, like she's a huge actor, yet she still treats everyone else the same. You know, and I'm like, and it, it like it opened my eyes because I'm just like, there's a difference between treating people based on their caliber of where they stand in their ranking, I guess, mm -hmm. to just treating everybody the way that you would treat everybody else. Sure. You know, and like, and, and there should be no difference of where you stand based on how you're being treated. It's like, we're all equals. We just all play a different role, you know? And like, from, from, from that perspective, it's like, that's how you come out with a great product or a great film or a great project by being able to look back at it and wanting to go back into that again. You know, like yeah. regardless of how great the final product is, if you didn't enjoy making it, you didn't want to remember how you made it, then there was really no point in making it. You know, it's like you're you're really just lying to yourself, telling yourself that you're making it because because you're passionate about it. It's like no, you're. It's almost like you wanted to make it because you felt like you had to. You know, and what happens the next time you have to do that again? You know, are you forcing yourself to just work with people and and being being arrogant or whatever it is it's like it's like no you 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 never start a project wanting the final product first you're starting the project wanting the experience the memory the process of the people yeah you know and so um and so yeah i i'm 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 honestly so grateful to have been a part of the show which is actually it's called the cleaning lady um the cleaning and it's, lady. Uh, it's a thriller thriller drama fox show um and it's such a cool storyline um and um <laughs> my name is chris in the show um there you go and chris. yeah so chris is he calling chris now uh chris de la rosa chris de la you're rosa. a de la rosa i'm a de la okay. rosa yeah i've always yeah. been destined for a de la rosa you know are you playing filipino is it, is i that, am playing okay. filipino right. yeah so um and you know it's the hair so nice yeah, it's 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 it's. I'm excited to see where it goes. Maybe it goes. Maybe the show goes great. Maybe it doesn't. But honestly, in my opinion, like not just because I'm in it, but like the whole cast talks about it, and it's just like, it's such a great show. It's 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 different. It's it's like, there's so many. It's so diverse. It's a Filipino focused cast, with like. Mexicans and African Americans and 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 Caucasians and just like a whole diverse amount of people in this cast and it, it, it says a lot in terms of i was talking to um i met one of my other castmates in the airport you know because i act in the set but i don't really act in other scenes um and she's Ar argentinian and she was talking about she's like it's so cool how they're highlighting argentinians in this cast um, and and having a whole like like mob of the show with argentinians things like that like i think it's super cool and i was like yeah I was like, it's so great that you think of it like that too, because I think it's so great how they're highlighting Asians as a as a whole as a whole like family casted show, you know, um, and not stereotyping them, you know. It's just yeah. like it's just clearly they made you Filipino. Hey, you know, 
They're, the I hair. already knew. It's the hair. You know, I already knew the moment I was casted. You look like Chad's brother. I do. I can look like, <laughs> I can look like anyone's brother. Just Chad. Just, depending on what you do with my hair. In Tokyo. Depending on what you do with my hair, you know. So. Dude, congratulations. Yeah, that's huge, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. That's freaking it. huge. First time you told me, I was like, I know you don't drink, but I'm gonna drink for you. Thank you. Did you? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we could sit and talk forever. I, we we don't we want to respect we know, your time. Yeah. We know you have another thing that you got to get to. Because uh, you came here late. So um, so we're gonna we're gonna you know in classic uh, podcast form we're gonna hit you with the lightning round. Oh we're gonna, yeah. We got we got some new new questions. So if you guys are curious to what Sean's previous lightning round questions were, tune into those episodes. But we're gonna hit you with the lightning round. Give me so, the lightning round. Lightning round. The flash round. In three, two, one. What was a new pandemic pickup? Oh, okay, like a like a like a talent or talent, a interest. You started reading something, watching something, you Ooh. got into a sport. Well, these are these are these are deep lightning questions. I thought it was like pizza or rat. Are, are we already deep okay. right now? Uh, are you a virgin? That was the apple I just wanted to measure the gauge of my life now. Let's say that. Uh, You're just getting every. Don't you want? Let's save that for the fourth round. I don't know. You don't want to answer pandemic pickup. It's a yes or no question. Back to the pandemic pickup. Pandemic pickup. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm really. Don't worry, you're just turning red because of the alcohol. Um, right, imagine if I answered all those questions. Did you read a book? Did you watch a TV show during the pandemic? Um, yes, but none that I enjoyed. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, just a bunch of bad yeah, content. Right, yeah, what did you what did you experience that you're like, this sucks? Uh, just nothing that made me want to finish it. You know, but okay, okay, pandemic. Okay, pandemic I, I I think from from the pandemic I I really picked up on um um Honestly, like I think that the, what the pandemic did for me was like it, it allowed me to look deeper into the things that I was interested in, whether like I said it was acting or if it was like being a director or whatever it is. Like it allowed me to like really step into like okay, what does it really take to be a, a versatile actor? You know, like I have to really understand that, or like what is it like? How do I actually make a legitimate shot list in a video as opposed to me just writing down whatever and being like this is what I want? You know, so definitely the pandemic made me want to learn those um techniques so just like go back to the beginning first before me you know before i want to advance into it um so yeah love it did did you happen to watch like any of the marvel cinematic universe <gasps> movies you love them are you kidding me i watched every single one of Great. them okay so if you were to okay associate yourself as a marvel superhero who would you most likely be in your mind whoa what kind of lightning questions are these? Very, very difficult these like, ones. These are like thunder questions. You never, you never had any of these conversations or fantasies in your head before. Never I mean, I've like, always wanted to be Iron Man. Let's let's be you honest. You wanted to be Iron I've Man. I've always wanted, but I don't know if that like that's like resembling of like who I am. You know, like I've always wanted to be Iron Man just because of who is Sean to you? He's in Marvel. Definitely not the Hulk. I'll tell you that. In hey, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. He's no, the Hulk right. in massive shut movements. Up, shut up. You know what I mean. Shut up. Hulk and massive movements. I Actually, agree with you know that. what's kind of funny is I kind of feel like I resemble like Vision in a sense. Okay. See? Now yeah. guess okay. why though? Vision. Just because like I feel like I have to have reasoning and sort of like logistics towards like the things that I'm doing before I even like pursue it. In terms of like me being like I don't know like obviously Vision he's like a living computer you know so uh -huh. like he he more he, like a living Infinity Stone but yes yeah 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 
it's computers, and tomato, style tomato, MacBook Pro, yeah, yeah, pumpkin, same thing. Apple, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but he just sees reasoning and everything, and obviously takes things to account before it happens. But sometimes he makes mistakes, you know, like very rarely um, in terms of like what like his reasonings are. Um, he, he faces a few consequences, regardless of what that is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I feel like that kind of reminds me of like how I see things, where like I don't, I don't like to. Um, push forward things until I feel like I have everything prepared, everything set, you know, and I feel like everyone feels good about everything, you know, or, nice. you know, I don't know. There's something Vision. about that. Yeah. I see that. Just from the top of my yeah. head. I mean, I'm obviously going to. Huh. Yeah. No, no, no. I like it. That, like that, from the top of your head? From the wow. top of my head. You see that? Look and at what the he's real doing, question guys. is, does this vision have a Scarlet Witch or not? Are you a ver- no, I'm just <laughs> Virgo? Oh my god. Out of all the, the Kinjibang noodle recipes that you cooked for us that one time at the complex, which was your favorite? My favorite would definitely be the the mushroom one. That was my favorite too. And surprise, we have all the ingredients right here. (laughs) Just (laughs) rising from the ground. (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, honestly, I loved everything, but I love, I'm like, I loved every dish I made, you know? It's like clearly. We did. We definitely did. I'm not kidding. Okay, so you're stuck on this hypothetical island where you can only do one thing for the rest of your life, either cooking, acting, or dancing. What would you do? The other two, you just suck at and you just, your dreams are I know, like I'm stuck in this island myself. Uh, the island is really irrelevant. Oh, I'm just like I can't. But there are coconuts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, if if it was the island, I'd say cooking because I mean, like I I I take the island away. That was a stupid okay, scenario. Okay, okay, Jesus. okay, okay, okay. You get to pick one of three. It's like you're stuck life. on a film one set. One in three. What one of three. For life. Dance, act, cooking. Which one are you picking? You're stuck in a oh, wow. studio with Damn, only Damn, you guys songs. really just put me on the spot. Um, that's what I mean, I'll definitely for. push cooking away, um, <gasps> and then it'll probably be either dancing or acting. Wow. Um, I think as of now, I'm leaning towards acting. I just feel like, for some reason, like I've mentioned before, dancing has always kind of been like that coach for me, where it's like, acting is what you should be doing, or acting is what you were meant to be doing, you know, things like that. And and obviously, as a dancer, when you act, it can come off either over dramatic or too much or you know there's always that sense where like we we do everything as a dancer and we act with our bodies you know and once we utilize what's above our bodies we kind of get a little like confused as to like what's natural and what's not because with dance everything's choreographed or everything is you know trained to be that sort of um emotion or that sort of action so then once we kind of put our everyday life into words or into our facial emotions you know without Without moving our bodies and saying a line, and being like "I love you," you know what I mean? It's just like sounds pretty freaking It's like, good, oh, thanks, man. Bring the awards. Um, <laughs> 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 it's, like, uh, <laughs> um, it's like you know, you, you you never know what's like too much or what's too not, you know. So, um, and so I feel like every time I dance, I want to make sure that you know I get I get I get the emotion across but it has to be the most genuine way possible whether if it isn't too much or if it's too not if I'm sad it doesn't mean I'm like grabbing my head and like shaking my head it could mean that I just like I question everything that I think about all the time while I'm still doing the moves and that's still sad you know and too little can always just be enough you know I remember one of the directors in the episode was telling me like 
like I had to yell at my mom, right? And it was supposed to say, I hate you. And it was, it, <gasps> Spoiler it was like, alert. And it was like with like three exclamation marks. And there was just this one time where I did and I literally whispered it to her and like I walked away after I was just like, I hate you. And I walked away and then she was like, yep, that was one. And I was like, oh, are you sure? You know, and she, and it just, wow, and she, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just like one of those things where she was just like, yeah, I felt like that was, that's just, and I was like, yeah, honestly, that's just how it came out of And then me, you, you went know? to the writer and you're like, period, son, just one period, okay? <laughs> Delete, 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 period. Thank you. Yeah, and then I walked out of the trailer. Parentheses, whisper, asterisk, <laughs> close whisper. I love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, again, I mean, dance is, I, I think I've always said dance is my life, but acting is the goal, you know, so. Um, okay. Well, that means maybe dancing is in your life. Maybe dancing is just your vehicle. Well, dancing isn't my life. I mean, dancing isn't in my life. It is my life. You know, like, it's just always a part. It's a part of me. You know, whether whether if I'm good at it or not at a certain point or whatever it is, it's just like it's always going to be a part of me because I'm always influenced by it. Yeah. Even with my acting, you know, I read my lines and I'm like, if how would I move my body to these specific lines? And if it's subtle, then maybe the way I say it should be subtle, too. You know, so that's why, like I said, well, dance that's, is yeah, that's cool. always a part of me, regardless that's a, that's of what I'm doing it or not. concept and explanation. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you had a million dollars in your bank account right now, what right. would you do? She's like, I already do that. <laughs> so what are you doing? You're talking about like an extra million? No, um, like right now? Right now. When we were discussing these questions, just for context, we know you're not a material person, but we're just like, what would this cat do with a million dollars? Well, what's funny is my mom's remodeling the house right now, so I'd Sick. probably be able to... So you just remodel your mom's I'd house? I'd probably just pay off everything that she's, like, doing to remodel the house. And I love then, your mom, by the way. And then me. Thank you. And she's really cool. She is. She's the coolest. And probably get my two sisters a house. Like, yeah. just because, like, right now... That's like I, a little-ass house. A million dollars ain't gonna get you nothing out here nowadays, <laughs> Oh, that is man. true. You can get them, like, okay, little okay, toy well, princess actually, house okay, with actually, least, Okay, well, one of them... Uh, okay, at least, like, my... Good down payment, so as long as you got that yeah, other million yeah, in the bank yeah, account, yeah, you yeah, might yeah, be exactly. all right. Yeah, I mean, at least uh, find a way to, like... Because, I mean, honestly, my sisters are at a point in their life, too, where they're... they're they're living their own life, you know, and they've got to work for that and things like that. And I know I, I do too. I mean, obviously that's what I strive for every day is trying to find work to, you know, continue life, you know, but like my sisters have been further in life and I feel like if there's any way that I could support that, I mean, I know again, million dollars is not, it's not a lot for three people in terms of like a house, like in the house terms. But like, if there's any way that I can in California, least, in yes. California, yeah, 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 Texas, oh, no, but you like want real stuff. Let's go Oklahoma. Let's baby. go to Oklahoma, <laughs> man. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I definitely would. Uh, I mean, that's like the first thing that comes off the top of my mind. It's just like that's very sweet of you, yeah. man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, Sorry, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Just yeah, for the sake of time, man. I mean, uh, we had you on before, so we already know your golden rule. And again, if people are wondering what Sean's golden rule is, go back to those episodes and listen. So with this new season, we wanted to kind of switch it up a little bit. And okay. obviously the name of our show, Movement in the Shadows, and and the reason why we we use that term, that tenant, one of those tenants for Kinjas is the work that's done that people get to see the final product of. There's a whole bunch of stuff that happens that people don't see, right? The work that's done in the shadows, right. the, the, work, the work that's behind the scenes. And so 
we're inspired by uh, Bruce Lee's quote. He says, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Mm. And so the concept of mastery is putting in the hours, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that no one will see in order for you to master a technique, a skill, anything like that. So what is something that you feel like you have mastered in the shadows? To be completely honest, nothing. Really? Like, like, yeah, like, I don't think there's ever been something that I've completely mastered because I feel like the moment I have the privilege of saying that I've mastered something makes me feel like I've gotten to the point that I've always wanted to get to. And I think I've never reached to a point in my life where I feel like I've being good enough to be okay with what I'm doing. Um, that, that is an incredibly intimidating question. We're talking about like Bruce Lee masters, like epic stuff. But yeah. Like, what are you kind of good at that people don't know? You don't have to be a master at it, but like, what are you kind of good at that people don't know? The people don't know? I don't know. Well, I hate to do it to you, Sean, but if you could just... Like at your house, pull out your phone again. Maybe even play like ten seconds of that song that you recorded of you singing. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> oh, that could okay, be such oh, a sweet no, treat no, for everybody no, listening. No, in. no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, S singing is just a hobby, right? I mean, and, and, okay. When you say people don't know, I mean, I've I've had covers out on YouTube, so like I assume people already know that I can kind of sing a little bit. What's your best but, about? What, what's the new clip? Uh, the new clip is. Well, Sean, I mean, it's clear that you have a strong intention and a reason why you pursue all the things that you pursue. And, and the fact that you, you ultimately bring it back to connecting with people, right? And as Anthony had mentioned, you know, you have a very strong empathy about you and the way that you approach every one of your crafts, um, the excellence that you put into it, the student mode that you get into and being very, you know, it, it takes a great deal of humility, you know what I mean? Like, I think you're a very self-aware guy, you know what skills you possess, yet you still are humble to be like, but there's still something to learn. I can learn from the most novice person to the most, you know, right. advanced veteran person. And, you know, from everything that you do with dance, I mean, I, I, I get it. Like, it's so dope to me that you said that, like, dance is a part of your life. So that's not even the thing that you choose to pursue in terms of, like, your goal. Because that's always going to be there. Right. But acting kind of like, wow, this is very interesting. This is kind of uh, a bit of a newer, I mean, I know you've been doing it for a long time, but a newer craft for you to be like, wow, there is, like, I am fully, like, preschool, kindergarten. It's a whole other book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole other textbook that you're picking from the library, you know? Yeah. Sean, we want to thank you for your time again, man, for coming out here to talk with us. We always appreciate you, bro. Um, you're doing a lot of stuff, a lot of cool things. Anything that uh, you want to plug to kind of for people to be on the lookout for? Just uh, stream the cleaning lady on Fox. Hey, um, you know, cleaning that's, lady. Uh, I promise you, I won't let you down if you really uh, take the time to uh, invest in the story. Um, and also, there's a few other things coming out. At the end of this year, um, hint, hint, a collection that uh, has to embody the, the, the power of Asian culture, um, as well as also a few other things in the next year. But 
other than that, just uh, just go on one day at a time, you know, surviving one day at a time. There it is. You guys, if you guys want to follow him on social media at Sean Liu on IG, we can get all the latest and greatest stuff. Yeah. Again, uh, thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. We are back, Kinja's podcast Heck for yeah. the second season. We're excited to be here. Anthony Lee co-hosting this one with me. Yeah. And uh, we're stoked to be here. Guys, follow us at Kinja's podcast, Cast with the K. We're on all your streaming podcast platforms. And get on to your platforms. And if you are digging this, leave us that five-star rating. Write us a review. All that stuff helps us get visibility on the charts. And um, and all we ask that you do is share it. We don't, we don't do a whole lot of marketing um, outside of our you know social media stuff. So if you dig an episode, anything that's talked on here, um, if you're feeling that, just share it. Hey. And uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.